Welcome to Pastor's Chat today. Well, I love the Word of God and I trust that you do too. This is a wonderful Psalm, Psalm 73, that we're looking at right now. And in this Psalm, we meet a man by the name of Asaph. Asaph is one of the musicians that leads in worship there at the tabernacle in Jerusalem during the time of King David. He leaves a tremendous legacy for generations to come of musicians and worship leaders that know how to trust the Lord, know how to teach people to keep their eyes focused on worship of God, not just for what God does for us, but for who God is. You know, oftentimes that's what we do. We worship God. We love the Lord because we believe He's been so good to us. We have good things happening. Our sins are forgiven. We uh, are inheriting a wonderful blessings of God's grace every day, and things that are awesome and good are happening to us. And then all of a sudden, things go south on us. We get persecuted. People turn their backs on us. We determine we're going to serve the Lord, and everything seems to go bad. And we wonder, goodness, when I didn't serve the Lord, I had it better than now when I'm trying to serve the Lord. And we ask the same old question that Asaph asked in, in this chapter. But he starts out the chapter saying, Good, truly God is good to Israel, to such are as pure in heart. And he's looking basically at God being good. And maybe he's thinking about God sending blessings and prosperity and good things to him. But then he begins to look at the wicked and those who are prosperous who do not trust God, the ungodly. And he, and he contrasts the ungodly way of living and what happens to them and the godly way of living and what happens to them. And he's saying, goodness, I'm trying to live for the Lord in vain. It's empty. It's not producing any good things in my life. But he goes to the sanctuary. He goes to the house of God. And then he begins to realize, hey, listen, God is an awesome God. And I worship God for who he is. Now, this reminds me of the book of Hebrews where it talks about he, Abraham and how he by faith left his country and he went to a he went to a foreign country as God told him to go to Canaan, go to the promised land. But I love this verse and because it says, talking about his faith, for those who say such things declare plainly that they seek a homeland. And truly, if they had called to mind that country from which they had come out, they would have had opportunity to return. If they begin thinking about where they came from and the good things and the idols they worshiped and things they had there, they would have returned to that land. My friend, we got to keep our eyes ahead of us on the Lord. Well, that's what Asaph begins to do here. And we see him at the end of this chapter. Nevertheless, in verse 23, I am continually with you. You hold me by my right hand. You guide me with your counsel and afterwards receive me to glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? And there is none upon earth that I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. For indeed, those who are far from you shall perish. You have destroyed all those who desert you for harlotry. But it is good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord God that I may declare all your works. And so we see the conclusion to the whole matter. When you make God the source of your strength 
and you may put your trust in him, the psalmist here tells us, listen, I know that I will live forever. The ungodly are going to perish, but the end of the righteous, the end of the godly is good compared to the end of the ungodly. And we, we need to remember that. We get overwhelmed by the temptations of the devil with the lust of the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and we get sucked into this materialistic, humanistic culture that we're living in. And if we're not careful, we forget how God is our strength and our portion forever. And that's what the psalmist teaches us here. And he learned the lesson. And that's why he says in the very last verse, it's good for me to draw near to God. Because when you draw near to God, He will draw near to you. And when you enjoy His presence, I'm telling you, you're fully satisfied with Him and nothing else can satisfy you like Jesus. Well, today, I trust that Psalm 73 has been a blessing to you these past few days and you keep your eyes on Jesus and you don't think about what you came from. You think about what's ahead of you in the glory of God. God bless you and you have a wonderful, wonderful day.